swinging to her waist and unraveling in the wind like a plume. Then her pugnacious breasts trying to bore holes in her shirt. They, the men, were saving with the mind what they lost with the eye. The women took the faded shirt and muddy overalls and laid them away for remembrance. It was a weapon against her strength, and if it turned out of no significance, still it was a hope that she might fall to their level some day. But nobody moved, nobody spoke, nobody even thought to swallow spit until her gate slammed behind her. Pearl Stone opened her mouth and laughed real hard because she didn't know what else to do. She fell all over Mrs. Sumpkins while she laughed, and Mrs. Sumpkins snorted violently and sucked her teeth. <clears throat> Y'all let her worry. You, you ain't like me. I ain't got her to study about. If she ain't got manners enough to stop and let folks know how she been making out, let her go on. She ain't even worth talking after, Lulu Moss drawled through her nose. She sits high, but she looks low. That's what I say about these old women running after young boys. Phoebe Watson hitched her rocking chair forward before she spoke. Well, nobody don't know if it's anything to tell or not. Me, I'm her best friend, and I don't know. Maybe us don't know into things like you do, but we all know how she went away from here, and us so seen her come back. Ain't no use in your trying to cloak no woman like Janie Starks, Phoebe, friend or no friend. And that she ain't so old as some of y'all that's talking. She way past 40 to my knowledge, Phoebe. No more than 40 at the outside. She's way too old for a boy like TK. TK ain't been no boy for some time. He's round 30 his own self. Don't care what it was, she could stop and say a few words with her. She act like we done done something to her, Pearlstone complained. She the one been doing wrong. You mean you mad cause she didn't stop and tell us all her business? Anyhow, what you ever know her to do so bad as y'all make out? The worst thing I ever know her to do was taking a few years off her age, and that ain't never harmed nobody. Y'all makes me tired. The way you talking, you think the folks in this town didn't do nothing in the bed except praise the Lord. You have to excuse me, because I'm bound to go take her some supper. Phoebe stood up sharply. And don't mind us, Lulu smiled. Just go right ahead. Us can mind your house for you till you get back. My supper is done. Now you better go see how she feel, and you can let the rest of us know. Lord, Pearl agreed. I done scorched up that little meat and bread too long to talk about. I can stay away from home long as I please. My husband ain't fussy. Oh, uh, Phoebe, if you's ready to go, I could walk over there with you, Mrs. Sumpkins volunteered. It's sort of dusking down dark. The booger man might catch you. No, I thank you. Nothing couldn't catch me these few steps I'm going. Anyhow, my husband tell me, say no first-class booger would happen. <laughs> if she got anything to tell you, you'll hear it. Phoebe hurried on off with a covered bowl in her hands. She left the porch, pelting her back with unasked questions. They hoped the answers were cruel and strange. When she arrived at the place, Phoebe Watson didn't go in by the front gate and down the palm walk to the front door. 
She walked around the fence corner and went in the intimate gate with a heaping plate of mulatto rice. Janie must be around that side. She found her sitting on the steps of the back porch with the lamps all filled and the chimneys cleaned. Hello, Janie. How you coming? Oh, pretty good. I'm trying to soak some of the tiredness and the dirt out of my feet. <laughs> she laughed a little. I see you is. Gal, you sure looks good. You look like you's your own daughter. <laughs> they both laughed. Even with them overalls on, you shows your womanhood. <laughs> gone, gone. You must think I brought you something. When I ain't brought home a thing but myself. That's a gracious plenty. Your friends wouldn't want nothing better. I take that flattery off of you, Phoebe, because I know it's in the heart. Janie extended her hand. Good Lord, Phoebe. Ain't you never going to give me that direction you brought me? I ain't had a thing on my stomach today except my hand. They both laughed easily. Give it here. Have a seat. I knowed you'd be hungry. No time to be hunting stove wood after dark. My mulatto rice ain't so good this time. Not enough bacon grease. But I reckon it'll kill hungry. I tell you in a minute, Janie said, lifting the cover. Gail is too good. You switches a mean fanny around in the kitchen. <laughs> oh, that ain't much to eat, Janie, but I'm liable to have something showed up good tomorrow, cause you done come. Janie laughed heartily and said nothing. The very colored cloud dust that the sun had stirred up in the sky was settling by slow degrees. Here, Phoebe, Take your old plate. I ain't got a bit of use for empty dish. That grub should come in handy. Phoebe laughed at her friend's rough joke. You just as crazy as you ever was. Hand me that wash rag on that chair by you, honey. Let me scrub my feet. She took the cloth and rubbed vigorously. Laughter came to her from the big road. Well, I see Martha Mighty is still sitting in the same place. And I reckon they got me up in their mouth now. Yes, indeed. You know, if you pass some people and don't speak to suit them, they got to go way back in your life and see what you ever done. They know more about you than you do yourself. And in this heart makes a treacherous ear. They done heard about you just what they hoped done happen. God don't think no more about him than I do. There's a lost ball in the high grass. I hears what they say, because they just will collect round my porch, because it's on the big road. But my husband gets so sick of them sometimes, he makes them all get for home. <laughs> Sam is right, too. They're just wearing out your sitting chairs. Yeah, Sam say most of them goes to church so they'll be sure to rise in judgment. <laughs> That's the day that every secret is supposed to be made known. 
They wants to be there and hear it all. <laughs> Sam is too crazy. You can't stop laughing when you're around him. Oh, he says he aims to be there himself so he can find out who sold his corn cob pipe. <laughs> Phoebe, that Sam Young just won't quit. Crazy thing. Most of these Zickaboos is so head up over your business that they liable to hurry themselves to judgment to find out about you if they don't soon know. You better make haste and tell him about you and TK getting married. And if he taking all your money and went off with some young gal and where at he is now and where is all your clothes that you got to come back here in overalls. I don't mean to bother with telling him nothing, Phoebe. It ain't worth the trouble. You can tell him what I say if he wants to. That's just the same as me, because my tongue is in my friend's mouth. If you so desire, I'll tell him what you tell me to tell him. To start off with, people like them waste up too much time putting their mouth on things they don't know nothing about. Now they got to look into me loving tea cake and see whether it was done right or not. They don't know if life is a mess of corn dumplings and if love is a bed quilt. So long as they get a name to know and they don't care whose it is and what about, especially if they can make it sound like evil, if they wants to see and know, why they don't come kiss and be kissed, I could then sit down and tell them things. I've been a delegate to the big association of life. Yes, sir. The Grand Lodge, the big convention of living, is just where I've been this year and a half. Y'all ain't seen me. They sat there in the fresh, young darkness, close together. Phoebe, eager to feel and do through Janie, but hating to show her zest for fear it might be thought mere curiosity. Janie, full of that oldest human longing.